In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Dear brethren, St. Jerome said that to ignore the Holy Scripture is to ignore Christ himself. Because Christ is the Word of God made flesh. Some people have the strange idea that the Scriptures are for the Jews or for the Protestants. And that the Catholic Church has nothing to do with the Bible. Well, that is heretical. It is true. The Word of God was indeed with the Jews. However, when our Lord Jesus Christ came, He took the Holy Scripture from the hands of the synagogue and gave them to his church as a treasure of inestimable value. So the church became, by the will of our Lord Jesus Christ himself, the only lawful guardian of the Word of God. Therefore, only the Catholic Church has authority to teach the nation in the name of Christ. The Jews lost this authority, and the Protestants never had Luther simply stole the Bible when he divorced from the Catholic Church. So the Holy Scriptures, my brethren, belong to us. The Bible is ours. And we all are called to cherish this precious treasure that we have received from God Himself. And that's the reason why the liturgy of the Church is all embroidered with the word of the Holy Scripture, like a very fine tapestry. Every day, the Holy Church invites us to enter in contact with the inspired Word of God, which has the power to teach us, to correct our behavior, and to instruct us 
how to walk in justice before the eyes of God. So I invite you to look with me at the words of the Scripture that the Holy Church wanted to give us today. <clears throat> In the Epistle to the Galatians, St. Paul talks about Abraham and his two sons. It is written that Abraham had two sons, one from the slave and one from the free woman. The one born from the slave was born according to the flesh. But the one born from the free woman was born according to the promise of God. And here we should be very attentive because, as St. Paul said, <clears throat> these things are said in allegory, which means that these things this word hides a mystery. And it is St. Paul himself who gives us the key to understand the allegory. The two sons of Abraham represent the two testaments. The son of the slave, Ismael, is a figure of the old law. And the son of the free woman, Isaac, is a figure of the new law. Ismael represents the synagogue of the Jews, and Isaac, the church of Christ. Ismael was born first and enjoyed all the favors of his father until the coming of Isaac. Because when the son of the promise appeared, the son of the flesh was obliged to give him his place. And in the same way, the Jews were the people of God until the coming of the Messiah. But when Christ came and was rejected by the Jews, so they lost their inheritance, and the Church of Christ became the new people of God and replaced the synagogue. Just like what happened with the two sons of Abraham, the new law replaced the old law. Our Lord Jesus Christ declared 
that the old law was to rule until John the Baptist. But after John, it was to be replaced by the new law. The old law was to be replaced, not in the sense that it would be abolished, but in the sense that it would be accomplished in the new law. Because the goal of the old law was to point towards Christ, just like St. John the Baptist, Ecce Agnostei, Behold the Lamb of God. So when John the Baptist died, the time of the law came to an end, and then began the time of the gospel. And it was to show this transition from the law to the gospel that the church chose for this day the gospel of the multiplication of the law. Because this miracle took place right after the death of St. John the Baptist, right after the end of the old law. We can read in the Gospel that our Lord went over the Sea of Galilee and then he went up into a mountain with his disciples. And a great multitude followed them, but they didn't have what to eat. And then one of the disciples told our Lord, Here there is a boy who has five barley loaves and two fishes. So our Lord took the loaf and the fishes in his hand, and giving thanks, he gave them to his disciples, and the disciples to the multitude. And our Lord fed more than five thousand people with only five loaves and two fishes. This is really a great miracle. However, there is something even greater hidden in these words of the gospel. If we look carefully, we will be able to see the same mystery St. Paul talks about in his epistle the transition from the old law to the new law, the transition from the synagogue to the Church of Christ. <clears throat> that multitude 
that followed our Lord symbolizes the world which was hungry and thirsty, not of bread and water, but of hearing the word of God. And that boy who had the five loaves and the two fishes represents the synagogue, who had the five books of the Torah or the Law of Moses, together with the two fishes, the prophets and the psalms. But our Lord took the five loaves and the two fishes from the hands of the boy and gave them to his disciples and the disciples to the multitude. Which means that our Lord took these scriptures from the hands of the Jews and gave it to the church. And the church received this mission to distribute the bread of the Word of God to the entire world. Go and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe everything I have commanded you. So yes, a great miracle took place when our Lord fed more than 5,000 people with only five loaves and two fishes. But an even greater miracle took place when the law gave place to the gospel. And our Lord fed the entire world with his teaching. And this spiritual miracle it still happens to this day and will continue until the end of time. Because Christ will always, always continue to feed the multitude through his holy church. In this way, the shepherds of the church have the mission to feed the people of God with the bread of truth. The bread that comes from the hands of Christ, from the two hands of Christ, which are holy scriptures and the tradition.
It is true that nowadays some shepherds are confused and even caught in confusion inside the church, from the bottom to the very top. But I tell you, if someone, whoever he may be, would try to give you a bread that does not come from the hands of Christ, if someone would try to teach you a doctrine that does not come from Holy Scripture and from tradition, you should not receive his teaching. You should not eat of his bread. Because what he's giving you is not the bread of Christ, but the bread of the Antichrist, which is heresy. So, my brethren, let us remain faithful to the true faith. Let us put into practice the teachings of our Lord Jesus Christ. And then we shall be able to rejoice, looking forward to the reward that was promised for all those who accomplish the will of God. A place in the heavenly Jerusalem, which is our true homeland. And that's what we should all be looking for, to have a place in heaven, wherever it may cost from us. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.